Hey everyone, welcome back to Inside the Click. I'm Michelle. I'm Monica. And we are your all-encompassing resource for the creator economy. We are going to jump right into part two of our data deep dive. It's not scary, we promise. We break this down as easy as we can so that everyone gets excited about data like we are. What are your thoughts on collages? I think that you need to understand how to best showcase the products so they are appealing. So for example, clothes that are very specific to different fits, those look better on a person. So doing a collage of like literally just a bunch of pairs of jeans that are not on bodies, that is not going to land like posting a bunch of purses not on a body would land because the purse you don't necessarily need to see it on it's sometimes nice to see like size yeah but with jeans that's a really tricky thing right like it's going to depend on like body shape and height and all of that so it's good to see it on a person no that's true if i saw a collage of just jeans i'd be like what am i doing with this like cool jeans yep i will say I have a love-hate relationship with collages because, well, they're really easy to do. You don't have to actually like buy these items and try them on. And it's a really good way to get started as a creator because you don't have to start paying for things out of pocket just to be able to post them, which can be a problem, I think, breaking into this industry. Also, like collages, there's no personality to it. There's not or like size reference or anything like that. On Instagram stories, my collages are trash. Like there's no point in posting them. No one clicks on them. But on LTK, they're my best performing type of content because it's kind of like that evergreen where like if someone's just looking for a purple dress, then the collage automatically has 10 purple dresses right there to choose from. Mm -hmm. So I do think it goes back to intent because with LTK, that's more like evergreen and someone's just like browsing maybe for one thing and they want to see different inspirations to be able to choose from versus if you were to stick 10 purple dresses in an Instagram story, people are going to be like, what is going on here? So I do think it depends like on the intent that you're trying to like play up. But then I also think collages can look very overwhelming. Just Mm -hmm. imagine, I'm even imagining like all of the purple dresses or even just all 12 pairs of jeans, right? Like that's going to be a lot. So you also do need to think about aesthetics. And I feel like I have seen before that very recognizable brand logos in collages. You don't have to, you shouldn't like over logo it, but if you can have a prominent logo or two that then people are like, oh, Chanel or oh, Tory Burch or whatnot, that does make it a little more appealing to click on. Because if you think about it too, in 12 dresses example, or all the jeans, you don't necessarily know the brands. That's going to be so small. Right. So if you can also mix in a good logo, that could get a little more traction. That's true. Or maybe like if it's like an Abercrombie roundup where it's the intent is more, hey, I scrolled through the sale 
and these are the best items from the sale so you don't have to scroll through them so now you can just go into each one of these to shop the sale and like yeah. I, I cut back 30 minutes out of your day yeah or even here's what I like mm-hmm. I really like that because then it's not all sporadic and mm-hmm. you're like what am I even engaging with it's like or- 10 different retailers I think yeah. LTK suggests that for an LTK post, whether it's a collage or not, they say to not link to more than I think three or four brands and no more than nine to 10 items. Okay. Because once you start diluting it too much, then people are kind of all over the place. But if you have five items from two stores, then that is supposedly supposed to increase your conversion rate. That's interesting. I still think that the what some of the new platforms are doing where it auto directs the links. Yeah. The thought is that it is supposed to boost conversion, but if your audience has an expectation about the retailer they're going to or the item that they're clicking on, it just you have to make sure that it's going to be executed in a way that's not going to make people be like, oh, look. Why am I suddenly here and on this Mm -hmm. product that I did not click on? That's so true. That is so true. Because that is why conversion, I always say, if you see a drop in conversion, and this is even the case from an email to a website or whatever, it's because you are not setting the expectation correctly. Yeah. Is conversion rate the most important metric to pay attention to as a creator? Gosh, the worst answer ever. It depends. (laughs) I know. It's such a loaded question. It's an important one for sure, because what it tells you is going to be different than what like your impressions tell you Mm -hmm. for your posts or what your clicks tell you. Yeah. Conversion does, it really does tell you, are you setting the expectation correctly for your audience? Are you sending them to the right place with this link. There's just a lot of instances where poor retailer site experiences can drop conversion and that's beyond your control. Yeah. What do you do if you are running into that? Like it's something that's out of your control because of a retailer website. Does that mean like stop linking to that retailer or just take that into account when looking at your analytics and being like, oh, I know this retailer is wonky, so I'm always going to be a little bit lower with them. I I think that you can even talk about that to your audience. You could literally be like, guys, bear with me. This retailer site can be a little clunky, but it's worth it. I wear these all the time. They're my most comfortable jeans or whatever. But that's also you setting the expectation that like, okay, the purchase may be challenging and you can even say why. Like if you go through the site and you're like their purchase experience, adding in the credit card is a whole hassle or you can't create an account very easily, but you can just check out as a guest like this is totally worth it, whatever, then you're managing those expectations. Yeah. I also think tell the people who work at whatever company you're using as someone who literally when I was at LTK, my job was basically to like field these issues and make sure that the brands knew about them and could fix them. 
And when I tell you they get prioritized fast, it's worth reaching out to LTK or Collective Voice or whoever's customer support because it's something that they want the retailer to fix as well. Yeah. If you're noticing low conversion, there's a very big chance it's not just happening for you. Mm -hmm. And there's a very big chance it's not just happening with the platform that you're linking from. Exactly. Because remember what we've talked about. It's all the same data. Yep. And that's it for part two of our mini data deep dive from this week. We'll be doing more things like this in the future. So if you do want us to dive into anything that seems a little complex, we're here to help make all of that easier for you. This is the type of stuff that we absolutely love and we are here for it. If you like this episode, you can subscribe. You can also rate and review the podcast on the different places where you can listen. Reviews and ratings are really helpful, especially at the beginning when we're still just getting this content out there and showing this to the world. So thank you everyone. And we will see you tomorrow for five on Friday. Bye.